The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him will not be condemned, but whoever does not believe has already been condemned, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. One thing which sets the Christian faith, the one true faith apart from other religions is an incredible sense of mystery. And in the practice of Christianity in the Catholic Church, there are many mysteries to be contemplated and admired. We have the mysteries of the Holy Rosary as we pray the, the decades of the Rosary. We have things in the, in the liturgy such as incense and bells and music and other things which add a sense of mystery to the liturgy. And today we celebrate the greatest mystery ever known to mankind, a mystery of a triune God. One God, yet three persons in that one God. A God who has existed for all time, a God without beginning, a God without end, a God who is all-powerful, a God who is all-knowing. In seminary, the course in which we studied the Holy Trinity was called the mystery of the living God. We studied and looked at questions such as, how can God exist without being created? How can the Son of God have always existed yet be born in time? How can God know what we're going to do before we do it without influencing our will in our decision? How can the Holy Spirit proceed from the Father and the Son when the Son was conceived by the Holy Spirit? And how are we created in God's own image and likeness? And we studied many, many other questions as we contemplated the mysteries of the living God. St. Thomas Aquinas wrote this, that the more one comes to know about God, the more that person realizes that they really know nothing about God. And vice versa. If somebody thinks that they understand God, then in reality, they know nothing about God because God is an incredible mystery. Now, human beings have an innate desire for mystery. You're born with that desire in your heart to seek out the mysterious God and to know him. And we see this in, in every known civilization which has existed. There's been elements of religion in every civilization. 
an attempt to seek out this mysterious God. We can even see this, this desire, this sense of mystery in other parts of our lives as well. We just think of the countless TV shows and, and books, movies, which are about mysteries. Just think of your favorite show. There's some sense of mystery in that show. We also see it in science. We see it in the exploration of, of the heavens, of space. We see it in exploration of the sea. We also see that sense of mystery in relationships. Mystery is one of those things which helps attract somebody to another person. Think about it. When you, when you fell in love, there was that sense of mystery, and you wanted to get to know that person more, right? To understand and to know that mystery better. So one would think that people would be interested in discovering and contemplating the great mystery of the Holy Trinity. But I think for the most part, our world chooses to satisfy this desire for mystery on worldly mysteries. I'm not exactly sure why. Maybe because they can be solved or explained. It's interesting because when we solve a mystery, when we come to know the mystery and figure it out, then that desire for that particular mystery goes away. That's why there's so many novels, so many movies, so many television shows about mystery. Because once that mystery is solved, that, that desire is satisfied, we're going to go on to the next one. And once that mystery of, of nature is explained to a scientist, he or she will go on to try to discover and know other mysteries. And if we do not build a relationship on, on true, unconditional love for another person, then things are going to get a little rough when that sense of mystery about that other person goes away. All of us, I think, can relate to this sense of loss, of desire, when that mystery is resolved. I remember in late 2003, I had an opportunity to meet with Pope John Paul II in a private audience. And we were to begin at the bronze doors, so we started at the bronze doors on the, on the right side of the St. Peter's uh, Square. And from there, we went up a staircase into a courtyard. And then we crossed the courtyard, entered through a, a door, stepped into an elevator, went up a couple uh, floors, got out of the elevator, and went down this series of halls, going through these large rooms and these smaller rooms. And, and every time we went down the hallway or into another room, I was wondering, is, is the Pope going to be in the next room? Is he going to be there when we, when we open that door? And finally, after the series of hallways and big rooms and small rooms, uh, one of the men uh, who uh, took care of the Pope opened one of the doors, and there he was. And we went, a very small group of us went to, to meet him. It was incredible. Five months later, I was invited once again to uh, have a private audience with John Paul II. And we started at the bronze doors. We went up a staircase, 
walked through a courtyard, went through a doorway, into an elevator, up a couple floors, through a couple rooms and, and series of hallways and then smaller rooms. I was pretty excited. But you know, that sense of mystery was gone. Because I was pretty sure which room he was going to be in. And he was. Don't get me wrong, it was, it was incredible to meet a man who is now a saint, a great saint, twice. But that sense of mystery the second time, it was missing. And the same is true in all other mysteries of this world. When they are resolved, that, that desire for that particular mystery goes away. So why do people prefer worldly mysteries instead of the mysteries of our faith? I think it's, it's because people can ultimately control worldly mysteries in a way. They can have some sense of res resolution to them. And so many people today, they're not comfortable with not having control with not being able to fully understand something or someone. In our society, it's actually seen as a weakness to not have full knowledge of something, to not know something. And if we do try to solve the mysteries of God, we will be frustrated and mistakenly proud or arrogant that we have solved it, only to move on to another mystery. The mysteries of our faith require humility, dependence, an acknowledgement of our weaknesses, which our ego really wants nothing to do with. But this is exactly how contemplating the mystery of the Holy Trinity and the other mysteries of God bring us closer to Him. In, in contemplating the mystery of this Holy Trinity, which none of us will ever be able to figure out here in this world, we recognize the unfathomable power and love of God and how little we can do on our own. This happens not when we try to solve or control the mystery of the living God, but when we instead respect it and appreciate it. Ultimately, we're never going to solve that mystery of the Trinity or any other mystery of God. And unlike other mysteries, the mysteries of God are not meant to be solved, but instead they're meant to be appreciated and embraced. So instead of trying to rationalize three persons in one God, instead of rationalizing it, we appreciate it. Instead, instead of trying to determine why God answers some of our prayers and some it seems that He doesn't answer, at least in the way we want, we embrace that mystery and trust in Him. And instead of questioning why God allows certain things to happen in our lives, we place our confidence in Him, knowing that His will is greater than ours, even if we don't know it or understand it. And this will increase our desire to know and love Him more. So how can we restore this sense of mystery in our faith? And many Catholics, to be honest, have lost that sense of mystery in their faith. Well, the Mass is, is often referred to as the sacred mysteries. We hear that in the very beginning, the opening Part of Mass, the sacred liturgies, that mystery of God. It's a sense of mystery in the, within the liturgy which can make us more aware of the presence of a supernatural God in Mass. Just think about it. We're gathering as the mystical body of Christ. In many ways it's visible, in many ways it's invisible. 
And then we think about the scriptures, which we hear, they're written down by human beings, but God is the source, the inspiration, and the author. And when we pray the holy, 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 when we sing that prayer, the choirs of angels and saints in heaven sing with us. And the Eucharist is not just remembering the Last Supper or trying to parallel it or trying to represent it, but we're entering into the Last Supper through the working of the Holy Spirit in the Eucharistic prayer. And the great mystery of the Eucharist, how simple bread and wine become God in the hands of the priest at the command of the priest. We also encounter and experience this, this mystery in reading the scriptures and praying the rosary. And growing in appreciation for this mystery of the Holy Trinity also has some practical consequences in our life. We have a greater humility, a deeper trust in our Lord's plan for us. We also have a heightened sense of the sacred and a greater reverence for God. And we'll have a better prayer life. And like worldly mysteries, our desire will grow as we experience the mystery. As we enter more fully into this mystery, that desire is going to, to uh, grow in us. But unlike the worldly mysteries, which ultimately are solved and have an end, the mysteries of God are unfathomable. We all have that innate desire in our heart for mystery. All of us. You and I have that desire in our heart for mystery. The question is, how am I going to satisfy that desire for mystery? Am I going to waste it on the worldly mysteries, going from one to the next? Or will I desire the unfathomable mysteries of God, the mystery of the Holy Trinity, the mystery of the living God? Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.